0: life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com
1: hey it's sharon and here's where it gets interesting raise your hand if you want
2: salon perfect nails for just two dollars a manicure. Hey everybody,
1: I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. It's Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support
0: Wrestle Talk, home of Lou Gowan. Support Wrestle Talk, whatever Wrestle Talk is and
1: whoever Lou Owen is. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. But you really should support Wrestle Talk and you should follow them and subscribe right now. Ollie told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ollie, support Luke, support Wrestle Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Wrestle Talk. Or better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their
2: glory. Do us all a favor and subscribe.
0: Congratulations, you got
1: here. Now,
0: subscribe and support. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble podcast. I am Luke Owen, and I'm joined by El Fakador, Laurie Blake. Hello. Hello, mate. How's it going? Good, mate. How are
2: you? Very well, thank you. Very, very well. It is very hot in this room. It is warm. We've just been doing a uh, part of our. Talk get better. <laughs> uh, the Muscle Man Dance.
0: Yeah. So uh, for those of you who might know, who might just be podswafters only, uh, I lost the season, uh, the Wrestle League season two punishments. Uh, well, I, just, I lost Wrestle League season two, so I had to do the punishment video, which was the Muscle Man Dance from Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse. So we've been recording that today uh, for the last hour or so. We've been doing various different shots, and I am just, I was a sweaty mess
2: by the end mm. of it.
0: And I'm still a bit of a sweaty mess.
2: But just think, you're going to look like Bray Wyatt at the end of it. So. Oh yeah, I suppose yeah, that's, exactly. good, that's yeah. a, which is what he said in the video, and I believe him entirely. I've got to,
0: I really hope as well that he sees it. I, I, I feel so. like he might be the sort, of, like he might be the sort of person. He keeps tweeting
2: cultaholic, doesn't Take. he? That's what Get I mean.
0: So I kind of hope that he watches our video as well and mm. to be like, I like those guys. I'm going to tweet him back.
2: Probably not. No, probably not. Because no. Ollie's desperately tweeting everyone on a Thursday anyway. Yeah, ruining everything. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Just ruining the entire gimmick. So I'm kind of hopeful that, yeah, that Bray does see it. Because mm-hmm. I think that'd be quite funny. Because we have, so far since doing this, only Nia Jax has replied and has seen one of the videos. Mm. Stephanie didn't watch it. I can't believe Mike and Maria Canellis had
2: something else on. Well,
0: that's what I mean. I would have thought Mike, but he, he probably takes himself too seriously.
2: Then he just th- what in <laughs> you think <Yeah. laughs> Mike Canellis, you think you takes himself too seriously I d- okay. Mike Canellis well
0: so I'm only basing this on the one interaction I've ever had with Mike Canellis right. when he got very arsy <laughs> with me on Twitter mm. because his match got a really good star rating in the observer uh, but he was complaining about star ratings overall. Right. And I was like, I, what was No, I think he's got, he complained, he promoted in, like, the Wrestling Observe when he got a good star rating, but then he got a bad one. And I was like, oh, so it only really matters if you get a good one. Mm. Like, he was just like, "Our oh, star ratings don't matter at all. I'm like, but only if you get a good one. And then he got bad, it's like, actually, Impact got really good reviews last night. And, suddenly, and I was like, all right, mate. <sighs> Calm down.
2: It doesn't matter. They Star Rage. You just literally just said yourself, it they kind matter. of don't matter. They no. don't, and, and really, there they are don't. Too, it's too limited a system for too broad a subject. Oh, even, with Dave too Melt many matches in. happening a week. Exactly. Yeah, if bro- yeah, you, you break your own boundaries of the system, that's like the glass elevator leaving Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, mate. Yeah. We're no longer in the confines of what we knew. And then you get the sequel book, which is mm. not as good. Oh, this is a good question. Yes, ma'am. Uh, what would you do in Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory that got you kicked out? or
0: see now my achilles heel mm-hmm. is not so much now because i can't eat them because of gelatin but it was haribo so no. like jelly sweets are like they're
2: they're my they're my jam so right. I would be all over... Do you know what? In America, jelly sweets are also your jam. <laughs> uh, 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 that's, a, that's a pun on language.
0: I, um, I would definitely probably be killed by gummy bears.
2: Killed by gummy like, bears. Like
0: alive gummy
2: bears. Yeah. That, that's
0: probably what my ending would be.
2: I think I would lead a numpa Loompa revolution <laughs> and take over the factory for myself. Yeah? Yeah, that would be my goal.
0: What about you, Huskers the Pete boy? You uh, need to put
2: your mic on, Pete. But
0: What? How would you get kicked out of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory?
1: Um, by mind, by the way. B- yes, uh, by doing uh, some epic parkour over things I wasn't supposed to be parkouring over. That's totally it. So none of you have oh, got so answers it about chocolate.
2: No choc- <laughs> yeah, that was it. that was the thing. It's going to be whatever it is. Suppose, like, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have to be within the confines of what happens it's to those sweet-based idiots in that that's book. True, yeah, because Augustus that's
0: Glebe, um he drowns. He
2: doesn't drown. <laughs> but he, he falls into a lake of he chocolate. He falls into a lake of chocolate. <laughs> Veruca salts. She gets pecked to death by, by the- squirrels. Squirrels. In Is she the, the f- squirrel one? Is it? Was it squirrels in the book? Squirrels in the book, wasn't it? And then it was in the film. They changed it to geese. Today, the golden egg in the original in the Gene Wilder film. and yeah. then In the modern film, it was back to squirrels. Right, again.
0: To squirrels again. Yeah. So she's squirrels. Then you've got um, Mike TV. Mike TV gets, gets in and stuck in a the TV. There's Violet Guard turns into official. a giant blueberry. yep and charlie is that the five is that the five charlie tickets? you stole
1: fizzy lifting drink
0: you get nothing sir good day I,
1: good day
2: sir
0: what a great film i know i often think about one of my favorite moments of that film is when you first see willy wonka coming out oh this is the gene wilder version of Wait, course because and he's, yeah and he's just like on his cane and then the cane falls and he falls and falls and falls and falls and, falls. and at the very last second Rolls it through and then stands up with like a
1: ta
2: da. Yeah.
0: It's wicked. Yeah.
2: And everyone was like, everyone saw that and thought, oh, we're going to send our kids in there. It's <laughs> baffling.
0: Yeah. Although it's a much better movie than the Tim Burton version, which I think is absolute pantalons. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I don't, they gave Johnny Depp legit, like, Molester vibes. Yeah, and he <laughs> yeah. Did, like,
0: and it was like, oh, he sat down one day and thought, do you know what, Willy Wonka needs to be Doctor Evil. He's mm. gonna walk around going like, the best prizes are surprises. Like, you're not Doctor Evil, mate. No, you're Willy
2: Wonka. That's horrible. It's not a like
0: Willy Wanker.
2: Tim Burton's filmmaking was just let's make everyone look like spiders, and my wife will be <laughs> in it. Um, that's I. I <laughs> I don't really like Tim Burton films.
0: I'm, I haven't liked a Tim Burton film Nightmare since. Nightmare Before Christmas is fine. Yeah, that's okay. I, um, God, what was the last Tim Burton film I di- liked? Uh, oh, Mars Attacks. Right. I mean it was the last Tim Burton film I liked. That and I really liked Mars Attacks. Time. That was like 98, maybe? Yeah, that was... Yeah. yeah, and I love
2: Mars Attacks. I think that film's amazing. But no one looks like spiders, so that's, no, true. that's against form. <laughs> really, he's been quite avant-garde. <laughs> There's no head on the bottom carts in it. He's Jeff. trying something very different. Even his, even his animated ones have been like head-in-the-bottom-carts in it. Actually, or, someone, yeah. or a puppet that looks like her. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, Frankenweenie, that was one of his, wasn't it? I don't mm. think I've seen that, though. Not no, sure no, no, I, I have, but I think people really enjoyed it. But I might be confusing that with Paranorman, because they came out sort of a similar time. I, I think... gave up about Sweeney Todd, and then
2: that was about it. <laughs> oh,
0: Sweeney Todd, Gah, Gah. what an absolute waste of time what, that what was. What a travesty. Oh, it was a travesty. Yeah. It wasn't the salt on my eyes. You
2: made, you made what is quite a cool story about, like, a cool and grisly story about London into a lame thing.
0: Yeah. Oh. And you see the actors that are, like, queuing up to star in Burton movies, and you're mm. like, has he got some? Has he got all the secrets? How come he? Why did he keep getting Christopher Lee in all of his movies? Mm. Christopher Lee's got better things to be doing with his time. He's got metal albums to make.
2: God rest his soul. Yeah, itself. I think that's the thing. I think Christopher Lee doesn't know any different. Like <laughs> he's just Christopher Lee. He started his career making schlock, so he's yeah. quite happy to carry on doing Ends my it. career making yeah, schlock. it's fine. It's fine. Um, right, so we got a
0: uh, 80% fact in, but this is quite a long 80% fact. Uh, this comes in from Jesse, who says, um, uh, Did you know that toilet water is possibly the cleanest water in the house, as it's constantly changed every time you flush? My mum told me this once, because uh, I thought the cleaning of the toilet was gross. I've never bothered to look it up, because she's my mum, and I just believe her. No way No? Surely not It's just it's through all the pipe systems Which are probably I mean, it's gross cl- and it's disgusting clean and
2: it's Yeah but I'm sure it's, it's But also isn't that the water that sits in the tank Yeah like the rather, system. Than, yeah, rather than the water that's sort of like Yeah Coming through the taps
0: But it's got to come from somewhere though Yeah
2: yeah I guess I feel like tap water would be cleaner
0: I, th- God, I, guess, I think so Because
2: also when you open the tap It pours water in That's yeah. new water Yeah yeah, I don't believe th- that You one, think? I yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I, I, I that think one. your mum was lying to make you clean the toilet. Yeah, which is also mean. You're basically Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> so there you
0: go, Cinderella. Uh, we actually have had some people emailing about tattoos, uh, which is what um, Jesse has emailed in uh, here to say. Uh, next, uh, I remember hearing Luke or Pete or Luke and Laurie can't actually remember which one now, asking us to send in tattoos. Currently, I have three, all of which mean. Uh, m- uh, all of with some meaning, though one less than the rest. My first was on my inner forearm and is of a gash being sewn back together. I have this tattoo because I'm a former self-harmer and I used to cut my own arm. The gash being sewn back together is to signify that I'm getting my life back together and putting that uh, in, putting that part of me in my past. Second tattoo is on my left bicep uh, with the least meaning, but I think it looks really cool. It's of a biomechanical eagle. A lot of people think it's a dragon. The tiny bit of meaning I give it is that while you can always have... Um, is that, with a little bit of hope, you can fly again. My third tattoo is the most important to me. It's a memorial tattoo of my friend that passed away to a brown snake bite in January last year. He was 23 and passed five days before my 21st birthday. I still think of him a lot and wish he was here. My lady partner gets quite upset uh, a lot because he taught her to drive and he was just as close to her as I was to him. The tattoo design was of a deck of magic cards as I I met him on a lot of Magic the Gathering night in... um, I met him at a local Magic the Gathering night in my town, and we played it together all the time. Set of D&D dice as we learned to play D&D together, and uh, some of my friends, uh, and he actually was our DM for, at his time of passing. My tattoo also contains a Venus de Milo that will eventually be colored green uh, when I can afford you to be the gummy Venus de Milo from The Simpsons because he and I were both big fans of that show. In fact, at his funeral, See My Vest by Mr. Burns and The Simpsons theme song were played when his coffin was moved from the hall and placed into a hearse before being taken to where who'd eventually be laid to rest. Finally, on the tattoo is a Trilby hat. The reason for that is simple. He always wore a Trilby hat. I'll attack pictures of the tattoo of uh, in this email. So here are the emails. That is the uh, gash one being sewn back together, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Um, Whoa. Yeah, I can see why people think it's a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool, though.
2: That is cool. Yeah.
0: And yeah, there's the gummy Venus de Milo. Mmm. Gummy Venus de Milo. Oh. Uh, with some dice and Magic the Gathering cards. And a trilby hat. Yeah. Oh, that's a Aww. nice thing to do. And there's some cats.
2: <laughs> Lovely. Just extra bonus cats there at the end of that. He does
0: say there, and uh, our two beautiful kittens, Gypsy and Charla. Oh. Very, very nice. Well, thank you so much for your potpourri of emails, yes. We finally got through them all. Um So thank you so, so much. But we're going to have to draw this to a close. Harry Iverson, we will get to your tattoo chat in the outro portion of this podcast. But we've got to go now record... The show itself, and we're going to be talking about Killian Dane. What is next for him? Here's the show
2: course,
0: is the Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane main event. So, this has been on the cards for some time now. Um, we had they were meant to have a match. Well, that Killian Dane made his return. It's not dearie me, I'm knocking everything over. Killian Dane made his return to NXT by attacking Matt Riddle, right. Yes. Yeah, he was like, was that he was, under,
2: was under a mask, was he not? He was wearing like a hoodie. That's yeah, it. he was yeah. wearing a hoodie, and then it was sort of the most obvious reveal ever. It's like, who could that giant man be? <laughs> Who's
0: this giant Surprise! hairy man? Oh, it's Killian Dane. Oh, sorry, he wasn't
2: actually wearing a hoodie. It yeah. was just his hair woven <laughs> into a hoodie shape.
0: And so he laid out Matt Riddle, and then they were meant to have a match. And Dane laid him out even more. And then they had a big altercation at Takeover Toronto, where mm-hmm. they were pulled apart, and Killian Dane knocked him off the stage. And then finally, these two had a match this week,
2: and mm-hmm. it. Were great It was very good Yeah, I think like I wasn't overly keen On this feud And re-debut
1: Really? As, as much as
2: I thought Like I was saying about like the bit where he sent him through the stage, and then we had Matt Riddle the next week appear coming out of the gym like I'm fine, bro. Yeah, I'm fine. And then bro. here we got him like taped up and his ribs were done. It's like yeah. that should have happened after the first time. Yeah, Surely.
0: yeah. Surely. I, I hear that. Yeah. I mean, I've I've really enjoyed this. I'm, I'm maybe it's I've been really enjoying all the Dane promos, mm-hmm. and I
2: thought the first attack was pretty badass. You're right. Like the the attacks have been very, I think the attacks have been very good, but I just feel the storytelling around it hasn't quite carried through until now. But, again, this storytelling happened in the match where it was like, we've taped him up and this is going to play, obviously... like That's like the obvious warning sign of, like, spot coming, spot coming. Yeah. Of, of his ribs, his ribs.
0: And let's, let's you know, call a spade a spade. Matt Riddle's ribs were taped up and he was actually selling them, unlike mm-hmm. Mr. Rollins. Mm-hmm. And, like, Mr. Rollins... Matt Riddle had sort of, like, tape on him. It wasn't, like, visible tape. There wasn't, like, the big white bandage round to be like, oh, owie, my ribs. Ooh, yeah, this I was like... I'm Mr. Bump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this was more like... My ribs aren't particularly good. So I just sort of taped them up here. And then Dane was using that to target. And then Matt Riddle was selling off the back of that. But it mm. was not like the the rib injury that the big white Mr. Bump bandages make it look out yeah. to me. That you shouldn't even be I moving. Can't remember,
2: I can't remember who did it in NXT a while ago though. They did that with uh, the muscle tape. In one match, and they said, like, someone was wearing specifically flesh colored muscle tape to be like, they're tr- obviously trying to yeah. tape up an injury, but pretend it's not as pretend. bad as it is. Because, because yeah, he yeah. like, and, and Morrow and Nigel was very good at saying, like, that just paints a target for your opponent to say, yeah. like, ta- target that limb.
0: It's funny because when he came down to the ring, well, when he came down the ring, he attacked Dane from behind. He essentially took a play out of Dane's book, mm-hmm. and Morrow and Nigel were there going, like, and his ribs are taped up, and I was like, are they? Because yeah. I've been conditioned by WWE to look for the big Mister Bump bandages, mm. and they weren't. there. And I was like, yeah. I think they've they get wrong notes or something. <laughs> they forget <laughs> to do it. And then I saw the tape and I was like, oh, it's subtle.
2: Yeah, I I really liked it. I thought I I think the framing of this match was was right, but it should have just been done earlier. Yeah, like, and I think this is exactly what needed to happen when these two met in the ring. It was so blooming good this match it
0: was blooming good wasn't it because this was like matt riddle ran wild early because he got the element of surprise but then dane was using his big strength his big brute strength to kind of mm-hmm. shut him down at every opportunity really really cool stuff um there was a moment where he's like he was standing on the ribs oh oh look really really painful mm-hmm. but then riddle reverses a suplex that dane was trying to hit of yeah. one of his own and hits a deadlift German suplex, so he's the best wrestler this week. Yep.
2: Oh, it was absolutely he also, brilliant. He also hits. The, he puts. He doesn't go to sleep. Does the bro to sleep? He does the bro to sleep? The power bomb, and then flips him over and does the flash knee. And yeah. It was like I can't believe you've just done that to this. The, and you don't look, yeah. physics. It was amazing. It was. It was so good. I love the finish as well. I love the like. it Escalates to getting the steps, and then he hits the. So like. A bit of a fudge there with the um, yeah. backdrop. It looked like yeah.
0: So essentially, they were meant to do like the big backdrop spot onto the steps. So Riddle was going to power bomb him onto it. But I, they played it up that the Dane is so sweaty. That Matt Riddle just slid off of him like yeah. a penguin. Just yeah. <laughs> slid down his back. And he did like, go whoop. Like and like just slip like, and
2: slide. Yeah. And, just, and none of that hair caught him. No. Absolutely not. There was no, no traction like whatsoever. Like wet grass. Yeah.
0: I think it's because Matt Riddle's so smooth. Mm. Like he's like a newborn baby. Yeah,
2: he's a dude. <laughs> yes. Off he goes. And
0: he just slipped off of him and like hit his face <laughs> into the steps. So pretty gnarly.
2: Yeah, it still look, like it looked like a botch. But it looked like a botch that still sort of read as that looked really painful yeah. and like that looked like it would have done damage and still kind of could have been what you intended to do. Absolutely. And yeah. they played it well. And then Riddle ends up on the steps. And then Killian Dane hits a huge senton onto the steps. Then a Vader bomb off the apron and then puts him in the ring and hits two Vader bombs. That's three more. Three, sorry, three Vader bombs back to back and then pins him. And pins him and just like yeah, that was it and pinned him. And meanwhile, Riddle's got like it's coughing up blood. Coughing up blood. It's it was such a good like strong debut for Dane in the ring and like the good way to keep him feeling like this like this is a proper return. We actually care about you.
0: And I'm not sure as well whether the blood that was coming out of Riddle's mouth was either a blood capsule or to mm-hmm. make the coughing up blood thing, or it was just he cut his lip when he did the face planted into the steps. either yeah. way, you play it up like it was, you know, coughing up blood. He's got looked-
2: internal like they played it up like he had organ damage. Yeah, like, totally. He's got internal bleeding and it looked something. really yeah. really cool really and clever.
0: Dane just completely stood tall you yeah. know he stood tall and he walked away then Matt Riddle got up pissed off chased after him and he sort of like locked in a sleeper at the top of the ramp and the show went off the air I was like what a chaotic finish that makes me yeah. want to see the next stage of this feud
2: yeah I, and I think both people both guys came out looking strong like Riddle ran out to have a fight like a like a house on fire and already was taped up and damaged from their previous battles so he looks like the sort of like baby face resolute I'm um, Still, like pissed off, I'm going to take you down. And Dane looks like this monster that can't be stopped. Yeah. Even though you can still play up the edge that Riddle was injured and probably shouldn't have been having a match anyway. And there was a nice got to stand. You know, Dane gets to stand tall and then get chased off down the ramp, which is such a cool moment. And
0: there was a really nice, like, subtle touch as well. I mean, it was massively subtle. It's probably not the right word to use. But as Dane was walking up the ramp, he was motioning to Riddle the the title belt motion as if Dane is setting himself up to be I'm a title contender now. Yeah, Whether that's the North American Championship or the NXT Championship. So that's the title of this video. It's the question we're going to get to. Where do you think he's going? I mean, I'm assuming we're going to get a return match, but where do we go from there?
2: Well, from there, I think think Dane probably is a very good interim title challenger for the NXT Championship. He's a very good, like, not going to win it, but another, like, feather in the crown of Adam Cole or whoever's the next champion to be like, I'm a legitimate champion. Mm-hmm. I'm a fighting champion. I beat this guy. Yeah, because this—it's kind of crazy that this is a loss for Matt Riddle. Like, in, oh yeah, what? It's had one other loss. I the think
0: in Velveteen Dream.
2: Yeah, which was yeah. a roll up. I—I can't can quite up? remember what this the ending of that match was. Yeah, uh, but he's been well protected. Yeah, he's been very well protected. And I think this, like, I—I I think it will be a put over massively next week that this is like a huge, devastating loss for Riddle. But yeah. he's still, you know kind of a fighting contender he's still
0: ready to keep on kicking keep yeah, on growing. exactly. And I,
2: and I think this is a good thing to do while, we, while we've got Jordan Miles and Adam Cole doing their bit now that they've got to do kind of the obligatory put up like we're going to raise Jordan Miles up to the yeah like up a bit on the card it's good to have something for Riddle and Dane to do and and Vying over the number one contendership Is a very good thing for them I think that's a really smart thing Because I I think Riddle was always Going to be the shoe-in For number one contender And this is the way To make people really feel Like he properly deserves it Because to be fair and Keith Lee's probably been saying it, is like, you know, your man came in and was immediately just gone like, you are one of the top guys. You
0: are one of our guys. Yeah, though, and it yeah. doesn't,
2: and you know, you, you haven't had to beat that many people of a certain caliber to get there. Yeah,
0: no, I think that's fair enough. I mean, I, I'm agree- in agreement with you. I think that he would be a fun... Title contender for Adam Cole because Adam Cole can really play like the mm-hmm. oh my god, I'm, bit, I'm against a fight here and I really need the Undisputed Era in my corner. Yep. Um, it'll be interesting to see because we are heading to War Games next. So are we getting the Era Inside the Cage? Maybe we'll talk about that in the full review. Mm-hmm. So I think that I can certainly see Killing Day next year in title pictures, in title matches. yeah, um, You know, maybe number one contenderships with Riddle, Keith Lee and DiJack being in there as well. Like, I think we can really create sort of like a new era of the top, you know, top flank of NXT. Particularly now they go going to the USA Network, they really mm-hmm. need to sort of
2: bolster up that main event so it's not just Cole and Gargano all the time. Well, they've got another hour to fill. Exactly, like, yeah. You know, we, there needs to be... few. They need to have proper mid-card feuds and, like, the top of the card feuds that don't involve the titles anymore because... Actually, the titles, they've got enough titles to make a one-hour TV show. They definitely don't for a two-hour one unless they're going to elongate all of the matches. So every match is a pay-per-view-length match, but that's bad for the people performing it. Yeah, In in terms of, like, to perform for that amount of time, on Depen- TV, it depends if they're schedules. also Then doing it on the The house show loops as Yes well, exactly, like yeah. that. But
0: I would also I don't think they need To
2: add more titles It's exactly. a, the last thing they're No in the so they is. But they need But they need a reason For people to Like Yeah Like number one Like vying over number one Contenderships Blood feuds All that kind of stuff Is a very useful way To bulk out yeah. Two hours worth 100%. of television 100% <laughs> Real extreme darkness. (laughs) A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not
0: looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today.
1: Uh, King Chopper Whopper, what are people saying up in the Super Chats? They are saying, uh, oh my god, Luke has the guns out, which is a, a common theme.
0: Uh, did you want to explain why? Lack of guns, I would certainly say.
2: Well. I mean, what's the skin. Yeah, it's like an armistice in here. I was going to say, what's the skinniest gun possible? Oh, like a. Uh- the noisy cricket from <laughs> Men in Black. Although well, they
0: pack quite a punch, and I certainly yeah, don't yeah. do that. Um, yeah, no, we were recording the Muscle Man Dance punishment video, which uh, will be in my news episode tomorrow. So for those people who have been looking out for the Muscle Man Dance, that is when it's going to hit. I'm also, I'm even wearing tracky bottoms, which Whoa. are. Dead tight, and I'm Ooh. not sure I'm ever going to get out of them because I bought some extra small we'll ones. cut you out. <laughs>
2: I might have to be. Yeah, we'll call the fire brigade.
0: So that is why I'm wearing this, and it's also, I'm too hot from doing the muscle man dance. And I didn't want to put on a proper t shirt again.
1: Speaking of being hot, that is the general consensus is, Luke looks really good in a in this vest. No, oh, well, so. thank you very much. You've, you've, you're very all kind. too kind. You're all mm. light. And you're all light.
0: <laughs> I sent a picture of this to my wife. She was like,
1: What are you doing? <laughs> What is your job? Uh, So we'll start the Super Chats. Uh, A bunch of Japanese letters... Don't know how to say that, but thank you. Uh, how would you define main roster? All three brands now have television, alive, and basically share a roster pool. Is NXT main roster now? Will it be WWE ECW EC- 2.0? That, I, I'm going to go with the, uh, WWE ECW 2.0.
0: It is a third brand, but it's the least important of the brands yes. because Evolve is now essentially developmental.
2: Yeah, so it, I think it'd be really interesting to see because like, all the reports that have been talking about NXT going to TV or whatever have said like, Vince is going to have an oversight. Vince is going to probably put main roster talent on there to give the viewer viewing figures, in the early days at least, that big boost that's needed. And then hopefully, you would guess the other guys get themselves over. Yeah. But while that's happening, are they, are they just going to send Seth Rollins back? And then he's just going to beat everyone on that roster and immediately devalue them. I mean,
0: I'd I'd made the bold claim, although I mean, this very much doesn't look like it's going to be the case. But I thought they would do NXT Reunion, where Mm. you can send down guys like Balor, Rollins. Not Balor, obviously, because he's got some time off. You can send Rollins, Joe, Owens, all the you know Nakamura and all these sort of guys to go down there and have sort of some reunion matches, facing off against some of the new talent, new crop Mm -hmm. of NXT stars, as a way to try and drive viewers into going to watch it. Um, This weekend's ramble, actually, is you and I breaking down the AEW versus NXT war and all the very interesting mm. things that have been written about it because I mean long story short Triple H is still in charge there is no Vince McMahon involvement in this at least according to Meltzer anyway mm. there's no Vince McMahon involvement in this NXT unless it starts doing poor in the ratings yeah that's when Vince is going to oh, get he involved he'll yeah. care, like yeah I and, mean and, U-
2: and USA Network will have a say as well yeah right? exactly and I think like what they'll want main roster stars, like, yeah, because they've just lost a load of them. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll, they know who people are because they were on their channel, so they will yeah. like, I don't know, maybe like you know, they had Becky Lynch when Becky the whole man thing was happening. Yeah, Becky totally. Yeah. They, they understand who's good, who's available. Yeah. So. Good question though.
1: Aaron Watson says, Good morning, Jensen, King Chopper Whopper. I can't believe this is actually a thing now. Did any of you notice that during Mansoor's match, they didn't announce where he's from like they do for everyone else? Hope you all have a great day. Hashtag lovely time with the boys.
0: Did they announce everyone else? I don't don't really mention that.
1: I said to block out a lot of them. But that's interesting that they
0: didn't.
2: Yeah. I don't even know if they do everyone else. Yeah. I think they they, do most.
0: I'm pretty sure they did for Bronson Reed. I certainly recall that one. And Mia Yim, I think. But yeah. From the streets. (laughs) From Dash streets. From Dash streets. Yeah, and I think they did for Damien Priest as well. So yeah, no, it's a very good spot though. I didn't notice. Mm. Dale
1: Raddett said, Hey boys, thanks for the best average content on YouTube. There it is. How about Dane, teams with... uh, uh, How about Team Dane versus Team Riddle in war games? Who would you add to the sides? Oh, I like that a lot actually. Dane can have sanity. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Poor old
0: Eric Young. Yeah. Um, on Team Riddle, obviously you've got Keith Lee in there. Because yeah. then you can add Dijak into the Dane side of things.
2: Yeah, that'd be really cool. And
0: make it like a big monster match. Mm. Put Kushida in there on the Riddle side. Yeah. And I am old. Mate, Do you know what? I mean, only because they're probably looking to push something. Maybe put Jordan Miles in there.
2: Yeah, and then maybe some of the Forgotten Sons. With yeah, maybe. Maybe Riker.
0: Yeah. Oh, of course we forgot. We should put Brizango in there, and yes, the yeah, Sons. but no, I'm more with you. I think yeah, I, I'm going to go with Riddle Lee, Kashida and Miles versus Dane Dijak
1: and the Forgotten Sons. Mm. Uh, Scyther versus everyone says I can't find a video of Enzo's Phoenix music video. Can you guys point me in the right direction or do a live rendition? It was hilarious. Gold lol. Um.
0: Is it just, is it Real One? Is that what you need to search yeah,
2: for? Yeah, it's, it's under Real One, is yeah. the name. I mean, I don't know why he's going by Nzo. I don't Nzo. know why you want to search for it, though. It's a dreadful yeah. song. With his consensual penis. <laughs> I a CONSENSUAL consensual penis. PENIS! Idiot. What an idiot.
0: <laughs> <A> Price Plum. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, we'll do we'll do this uh, last one for now before we get into the rest of the show. JobberJJ, JJ, Ollie Davidson, number one fan, says these kinds of NXT shows make two hours a good idea. Do they?
0: I like I like it being the hour long. I've always enjoyed NXT because mm-hmm. it's an hour long and it's dead easy to digest.
2: Yeah, I mean, like it's gonna be two hours with some com- like with commercial breaks and stuff. Yeah. I just think they'll do longer promos. I It'll mean, go to about an hour and a half. You know, yeah. that's that's kind of what Raw and SmackDown are. They're just Sliding scales of how long your promos are. Yeah, Raw's twenty minutes, SmackDown's maybe fifteen, NXT's five.
0: <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> it is funny that actually they, they noted this in the Observer that come October we are going to be jumping from five hours of main TV, like going across you know you know sort of national TV stations, five hours currently. It's going to be ten by October because the rumor is now that Fox are looking to add a third hour to SmackDown. Oh, so we've got piss off three hours of Raw. Uh, two hours of AEW two hours of NXT and three hours of Smackdown ugh a lot that's, of hours
2: well yeah I think this is the thing it's like to make like you know I'm hoping that two hours of NXT doesn't mean they fill the time by adding in talk show segments or oh like, yeah no get ready for that random mate. bits of, yeah exactly like yeah. Adam Cole's gonna be hosting a <laughs> baby contest a baby bay, that's it the baby bay bay, bay, contest a baby contest in yeah. which it's like a honey boo boo <laughs>
0: Uh, Right, well, let's dive into the show itself. Um, I don't know if this was just me, but I was having a lot of issues with the network today. Mine was fine. Mine was buffering like anything. It was like every, t- and then at one point it was out of sync with like the audio and the visual. And we had a lot of reports from this at SummerSlam that they were all having massive issues trying to watch the show. We had it, but ours was absolutely fine here in the studio. Maybe it's a
2: traffic thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it was. I but I like
2: the new WWE Network though. I like it. Yeah, I yeah. like the way it's
0: laid out. Um, but yeah, it was just I had a lot of issues with it today, mm-hmm. and to the point where I thought my laptop was.
2: Having some cock-ups. It is rubbish on PlayStation. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I've logged into the PlayStation one before, and it is not functional Oh uh, dear. it? they forgot that you don't have a mouse <laughs> uh, so it ah. doesn't it doesn't work very well on PlayStation but it's very good on PC
0: uh, Undisputed Era opened the show uh, with Adam Cole saying that they successfully defended or he successfully defended his title at TakeOver in the performance of a lifetime and said that the Mount Rushmore of NXT won't have Gargano Champa, Balor and Nakamura it'll just be Cole's face four times yes loved that that was a great line um, Strong said that they should all be champions he got screwed Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fisher that they got screwed. And they showed the video footage that was there last week. Uh, mm-hmm. that they showed on the the show last week of the street profits pinning the wrong man at takeover. Yes, yes. Which is going to set up a rematch for them next week. And they also that they want rematches. Mm-hmm. It was and later on as well. You had Dream cutting a promo on Roderick Strong, and it's uh, me and Housemate Simon were talking about this last week. I feel like there's been some real inconsistencies with NXT. This year in particular, we had that Undisputed Era storyline. We're breaking up, we're breaking up. That's just been dropped, and we're now just fine again. And there were some times going into TakeOver Brooklyn. TakeOver Brooklyn. TakeOver Toronto, which was, this is all about the Undisputed Era's rush for gold. But then the actual show itself never felt like that was a storyline. Yeah. Particularly the triple threat for the North American Championship. It was Dunn that got the visual pin that Dream broke up and was distracting the referee. So it felt like Dunn should have been the one that was winning the match. And it felt like we were setting up a Dunn versus Dream few. Mm-hmm. And then last week, Dunn was cutting a promo saying, yeah, it's now between me and him and... I'm going to be the one that beats him, and I'm going to win the North America Championship. And Drop then later on in Roddy. this, sh- yeah, exactly. And then later on in this show, it's back to Dream versus Roddy again.
2: They have absolutely though just been like I think the problem with NXT is obviously because they have a taping schedule and they film like months in like a month in advance. They film a month. WWE does everything in the background and then goes, oh, by the way, you're going to be on TV next week? (laughs) Like, what? Sorry, what? You're going to go live for two hours? Oh, we'll drop that, do this. It's like, oh, we're taking these guys from you? We'll drop that. And that's all they've had to do all year. So everything's just felt so disjointed and not like it's working at all. And do you know what? Actually, I think they do need to potentially swerve away from the Undisputed Era, Complete Takeover thing. Like, I have seen spoilers for the tapings now, so I won't go into details of what's happening. But I do personally think that they should avoid the Undisputed Era Complete Takeover NXT because you're about to go live to a brand new audience and going, these guys are in charge of the whole thing doesn't give you enough space to build mm-hmm. enough other stars up. Whereas yeah, yeah. you can build the Undisputed Era as a faction based entirely just under Adam Cole being the champion and those guys sort of running that bit of the mm-hmm. division and then you can trickle them down later on
0: yeah and i suppose actually as well um so triple h reportedly he knew that they were going to be going on to the usa network at this set of tv tapings he was telling talent there's going to be some big news it's and it's going to be said on raw <laughs> <Yep>. lol <laughs> um and then obviously plans JK. change jk um so I wonder if because they knew, he knew they were going to be going live, they can't fly Dunn out to do one set of TV tapings, which then gives you four weeks worth mm-hmm. of TV. You're going to have to keep bringing him out every single week. Yes. So maybe there was like, well, let's not do. Let's just focus on Roddy. Roddy's here.
2: Yes. Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, because we're
0: going to be, you know, they have to yeah. start doing this week to week.
2: Just buy Pete Dunn a house. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let him live. Get him. Get him away from NXT UK, which no one's uh, watching. Uh, yeah. Although, you know. And I will, uh, I will, you know, have a bit of my slice of humble pie, take over Cardiff as sold
2: out. Mm-hmm. Eventually. No, no, it's sold out now, apparently. Yeah, no, I mean, but that's what I mean. Oh, it, you mean it's sold, it sold, it sold out eventually. It's sold out eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's the thing. It's like, but this, you should now put Pete Dunn on NXT TV. 100%. Because what's going to drive people to watch more NXT, NXT UK, UK? Going, here's some of the guys and girls who are from that show. Completely agree. Get involved, mate. Absolutely.
0: Uh, but this segment wasn't over just yet because Jordan Miles came out with his absolutely boring music. You can tell that CFO Money are gone. I've written that later on as well. For Shane Thorne's music, which is dreadful. Yeah. yeah. It's bad, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can tell
2: that CFO Money are no longer working with WWE because it is generic Why, for, But they've forgotten how to do a pop like that's, yeah. what, that's what there's no like sting at the beginning of a song it just goes ah, it's like someone was already humming it and yeah. then you sort of overhear it as you come down the corridor yeah it's, and I know oh, you oh, like so the song boring.
0: I know you like the song Pete really doesn't I'm quite ambivalent to it but right. uh, that poppy you said I see me in the crowd yeah like atmospheric when you're listening to it wouldn't be like great um, like wrestler entrance music oh, though be because terrible. there's no, there's no yeah. pop to it we kept saying as well this is terrible music for a wrestling show because there's nothing yeah. to pop to I
2: think it, it worked for the promo stuff that song but like in a sort of context of it makes some of the bits now, feel yeah, relevant and now it's got hyped. the right lyrics but it's not a hyping song it's no. not a Like, here's a second of music. It's not the Austin Glass shatter noise, is it? No, absolutely not.
0: But anyway, he's got boring music, but he was wearing a shirt and tie. um, And he was carrying his contract. Cole said that if Miles picks him, he's going to wipe that smile off his face. And said, you should pick Shayna Baszler or the Cruiserweight Championship or NXT UK. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're not on my level. There's nothing more damaging than wasting a title shot. And then Miles just drops the contract in front of him. And that's it. And that's it. That's That's going to get that next week now. Adam Cole versus Jordan Miles.
2: See, I actually, I wasn't into this when Jordan Miles came out, no mic, looking like an intern. And then... Intern miles, Yeah, or like he was there to fix the internet. Um, (laughs) Whatever he was there to do. But then I I liked the bit where he goes to hand over, he just goes to hand over the contract and then just drops it and then smiles and walks away. That was really cool.
0: I did. I will say that me and Simon talked about this last week and I'm slightly disappointed that I would have liked to have seen this be a four-week build. You don't need to build this to be a takeover match. Absolutely not. No. But you could have done a four-week build to this match. Yeah. Or a three-week build to this match and made it feel like a
2: really big deal. But, like, you could, there, there's a lot of shenanigans you could have done with it where the Undisputed Duck signing the contract. Like, Adam Cole yeah. can delay having the title Turn match. it into a story. Yeah. But instead, they're just going to do, uh, you know, you've got to imagine they're just going to do the straight match. Yeah. And Jordan like, Miles will get over George, in defeat. Jordan Miles will get over in defeat. Adam Cole will look like a fighting champion. That's fine, and that tells the story of Adam Cole, but it's kind of boring.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, you could have had four weeks' worth of build, build some drama into it, build some suspense. So, hey, man, Jordan Miles might win this. Yeah. Like, I, I think there's, you, more, there's more to have been done from
2: this. You could have done four weeks of build in which Jordan Miles has to face the rest of the Undisputed Era one-on-one each week. Yeah. It gets closer and, cl- you know, like... Gets lucky victory and then a proper victory and then a you know yeah, gets totally. cheated and then gets the match of Adam Cole like would, would have all made sense.
0: Completely agree. Uh, Bronson Reed was being interviewed earlier this week um, and he said that he's the face of Oz Strong Style. Shane Thorne walks up and they're both Australians, so they're now feuding. And said <laughs> so that you blew your chance in the breakout tournament and we should have a That's match tonight. That's not an accent. This is an accent. Um, you know I should have a match tonight, mate. <laughs> That was it. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, though. Um, then we got Mansour versus Damien Priest. Now, I will say, Mansour's
2: got banging music.
0: Yeah. I like the Mansour theme. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good.
2: I like his new jacket as well. Oh, mate.
0: Oh, I'm, that's good. I am a Mansour Mark. I'm, I'm a, a Mansour man. I'm a saw. Mm. I, I think he's pretty terrific, actually. Uh, they did put over that he was the winner of the Super Showdown Battle Royal, which Pete uh, reliably informed me recently he was not a 50-man Battle Royal. It was a 51-man battle royal. They miscounted. What? Yeah. So you could have actually promoted it as an even bigger battle royal than it already was. It was the 51st man. Who was the 51st man, Pete? Probably Mansour. Oh, probably Mansour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, probably Mansour. Um, anyway, Damien Priest. Uh, they did some cool agility stuff in this. Um, I did like the bit when they were doing... Was this the one with the... Um, uh, the Leapfrogs or was that a later match oh, and that was the Bronson Reed match I'm thinking mm-hmm. of a lot of wrestling on this show today for the hour that they had mm-hmm. um, Mantle hit a big dive and he, I thought so Mantle shot-
2: did a backflip out of a choke slam, which I yes. thought was the, one of my favourite moments in this he's like Priest goes to lift him up for a choke slam, and he just goes, "Wee!" out of it. And I was like, what? And My then fa- that's when he yeah. did the big toe on Higo. My
0: favourite, actually, was the slingshot neckbreaker. I thought that looked really cool. Yes, yeah. yeah. I
2: think he's used that as a finish mm. previously. I so, thought it looked
0: really yeah. nice. But a disc was slowed down by Priest, and he hit his move for the
2: win. Yeah, I'm uh, not bothered.
0: Yeah, maybe Damien Priest should have been on Killian Dane's team.
2: weird uh crucifix bomb thing that he yeah. did as well was odd. I mean, yeah. I was like it was like it was sort of a crucifix power bomb, but then he sort of also just chucks them to one side. <laughs> so I was like See And then he falls down. I was like, no I don't get any of this move. Yeah. And I still don't get the crossroads as the finisher. The reckoning.
0: Yeah, and I don't really get his character.
2: It's rubbish yeah, I'm not I'm Put not into back, Damian Priest him at the back to be punishment Martin. Yeah, I'm not into it at the Put moment. It. Back. WWE.
0: Uh they promoted that NXT is moving to the USA Network doesn't still still doesn't feel like a big deal at the moment, but I no. think that's because they barely mentioned it on Smackdown and they canceled the raw announcement. Well,
2: this is I think this is the thing is like saying on NXT we're moving to TV now is only relevant to those fans that already watch NXT, which is a, is a small subsection of WWE's overall audience. You did have to mention it though you do have to mention it and I I like I thought this was a very classy and nice way of doing it I liked Nigel saying thank you so much to everyone who's watched from the beginning and like you know you're the reason that this is happening but you know like there's a (laughs) a lot of reasons why this is happening I just thought this was a nice way to frame it Mm -hmm. but it would be nicer if WWE felt like they were making a much bigger deal of it like going like announced on WWE.com yeah. I think it goes on WWE.com I think, to get to the network? I was going to say we do, but that's to get images yeah, for our was, videos. Yeah. That's the only
0: reason I would have to yeah. go to that site. I'm hoping they do something big on Raw and SmackDown next week. And mm-hmm. I'm actually fully expecting them to do so as well, particularly in the weeks leading up to its debut.
2: Well, you've got to imagine they've got to have some NXT talent actually do something on those shows. And you've got to give them a win. Street Profits well, are right there. Yeah, but you can't. We can't build NXT on USA off the back of the Street Profits being backstage hanging out with Kathy Kelly being like (laughs) what's in your solo cup like rubbish
0: yeah I mean at least we'll get Kathy Kelly on TV Mm -hmm. Um, Mia Yim versus Vanessa Bourne was up next so I guess we've dusted them off again oh yeah yep um, Aaliyah gets involved straight away. Uh, they tagged Yim with a sticker that says "lower," which is a lame gimmick. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Fim, uh, Yim fires back, hits the protecting neck for the win. Basic stuff, but, you know, I really like me and Yim. Yim. Yeah. And, and I really do like the pairing of Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. I do think they have got something about them. I don't like the sticker thing. I think that's really don't, naff. Yeah,
2: I think they need... Wind. A bit more. Well, they need wins, and they need a bit more scripting. I think for the promo stuff, like they, it needs a bit more thought to it than like. I don't really like the snooty, "You're lower than us" yeah. kind of thing. It needs that needs to be wittier and clever. I, I, I don't know what that is. I'm not <laughs> capable of doing that myself. But no. Somebody needs to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, essentially, they're the Iconics 2.0. Yeah. But they're
2: not as good as the Iconics. The Iconics are so funny. Like, yeah. and that's. I think that's the thing. It's like they're not. The Iconics were never like in that higher echelon of the female talent on NXT. But they put themselves over because they're so funny. And I think they got over quite well on the main roster through backstage segments and things and like all the WWE.com exclusive clips of the Iconics having meltdowns. It's so funny.
0: Should have been on TV. Uh, Then actually, I thought the follow up was really, really good to this, which was Mm. Shayna Baszler's music hits. Crowd are super into both of them here as well. Lots of chance for Yim, loads of chance for Baszler. And Baszler says, you know, hey, you're badass. You took me to the limit, uh, but we shouldn't be enemies. Instead, You could stand right beside me, which I thought was a wonderful line. It's not like, let's work together. It's, you're going to stand beside me. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. That was a it. nice yeah, yeah. line. That Under really the wing good. of the dragon. Under that's, the wing that's of the that's dragon. So good. And uh, yeah, Duke and Shafir surround the ring. Obviously, Jessamine Duke's not getting involved because her arm's very owie. Mm. Um, but Shafir and Basler just beat the crap out of her, and the referees ran to break down. I thought this was actually really good. It's, just, it's a bit of a shame that this angle was done now. It almost felt like this angle should have been done first and then built to their Toronto match. And that's why Yin was taking them all out.
2: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that was a weird angle and it definitely felt like it was Yim's time to win. But I can see why, considering the stuff is looming about USA, you would keep the belt on Baszler because then you can use the Ronda Rousey angle mm. to make it seem like a much bigger deal. Yeah, I, and I did but like this was, This was a really, I really like, liked this was this. A cool segment. Yeah. Uh, and do you know what? Like, If you're going to go to a new channel, why not replay your hits? Like, Absolutely. Why not just yeah, really? replay the hits? Why not? Do you know what else was awesome? This next segment Mm -hmm. was awesome.
0: Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. Dominic Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Domino's Pizza. It's going to happen next week. And they were showing recaps of their time in Evolve and Mm -hmm. around the independent scene, where essentially Lee versus Dijak was like the the Eddie Guerrero, uh, Dean Malenko. You know, it's like, if you're a promotion, you book Guerrero Malenko, and that draws people to come and see you. Keith Lee, Dominant, uh, and DiJack was like like that. And they were sort of showing how they've just sort of been all over the world, having these matches. Mm-hmm. And then DiJack says that Lee joined NXT and was propelled while I had to train. I'm like, I don't quite remember it going that way. Yes, mm. he was signed with NXT, but his gimmick <laughs> for the last few weeks has been, I've been here for a year yeah. and done nothing. I think
2: I think uh, DiJack meant that Keith Lee was signed and got to go on TV almost immediately. And yeah, he had to say at the performance center until didn't they quite come across like yeah, that, yeah.
0: Um, but he, he said, um, Dijek said that he made Lee a star, but there's a price to pay for that. So mm-hmm. that was a great, great line. The show, the finish to the match they had on NXT, which man, what a lifetime ago that feels like. Yeah, we've been building to this match for some time now due to like various injuries and this, that, and the other. And uh, so excited to see it. sort of about, hey, we don't want to end it this way. We're going to have a big match next week. And yeah, really good interviews from both men. Loved the way this was shot. Loved the way this was edited. Loved the way this was presented. Got me super hyped for the match next week.
2: I, and I think it's that, it's that thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, they put over the idea in this promo that this is the meeting of two hyper athletes. This is mm. a six foot seven guy who can do. Spinning flips off oh, yeah. the top rope, and this is a like four hundred pound guy who can do spinning flips. Oh, this It's was just they're, they're rad. both complete freak athletes, and yeah. like it is a spectacle to watch them just bang into each other in weird, <laughs> increasingly athletic, weird, jumpy,
0: acrobatic ways. Absolutely. I genuinely can't wait for this. I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome mm. match. Really, really good stuff. Uh, we next got Bronson Reed versus Shane Thorne. Uh, this was where we had the spot that I thought was in the uh, Priest matches where Thorne was doing leapfrogs, but then Bronson Reed just caught him in one of the leapfrogs and just power bombed him into the Yes, earth. That It was cool. Right, yeah, really was woke cool. the crowd up as well because the crowd weren't massively into this match at the start, but that one spot made the crowd go like, oh, God, oh,
2: wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no better way to uh, bury your breakout talent that you were trying to put over a week ago. You know, you, you take the choice crop of Jordan Miles and you go, well, he's going against Adam Cole now. Everyone else from that, though, they're just going to take on Shane Thorne. Who, yeah, who's basically now got the legend killer gimmick, but for noobs. That's it. He's so got the noob, noob killer gimmick. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Cause they are talking about like, he's running through the breakout tournament stars because he did get the wind here. Although Reed was on top for a lot of this match, Thorn tripped him up when he went to the top rope and then hit an amazing shining wizard yeah. for the win. I
2: think Thorne's really good. I just don't think he has the credibility to elevate these guys While also getting his own wins. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, and I I get the idea that now Shane Thorne will run through these, these, these lot, and there will be the guy who stops him, and he will also get sort of the rub of that. But that's, again, lowering all these guys down in terms of how proper they feel in terms of their sort of like resting acumen.
0: Yeah. Which I think is a, a fair enough.
2: Uh, I just, I, Yeah, I just think that Shane Thorne was not the man for this gimmick. Like, Cassius Ono also wouldn't have been the guy for this. It needs to be someone slightly like, Keith Lee could have been the guy to do this. He could have, like, Keith Lee's promos previously were about, you know, all these other people getting elevated, there's a breakout tournament, whatever. He would have felt like the right talent to run through everyone mm-hmm. if they were going to do a heel turn for Keith Lee. Yeah, Dijak would have been perfect for this as well. But it, there were so many guys you could have used that felt like a presence and... Shane Thorne, unfortunately, is not that guy.
0: Plus his music is awful. Not his fault, of course, but it is bad. bad. It is bad. (laughs) Um, The Velveteen Dream was then brought out on his sofa and he goes through his Mm. merchandise doing the Mastercard gimmick where you're like, this t-shirt, 30 pounds, these sunglasses, 15 pounds. Me beating Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong at TakeOver Toronto, priceless. Mm -hmm. Missed that old gimmick, Mm. the priceless gimmick. Um, He said now the spotlight is on Strong and he's gonna have to give the Dream an experience he's never seen before. Um so yeah, very much setting up that it is gonna be dream versus strong going forward. Yeah. What
2: does that mean though? Give me an experience I've never seen before. What is he after? Backbreakers. Back break, yeah. Yes, yeah. you've seen that though. <laughs> yes, you got a few of them at Toronto. They did indeed.
0: Uh, and then we uh, got the announcement that it is going to be Adam Cole versus Jordan Miles next week, and the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era for the tag titles. And then we got the Killian Dane versus Matt Riddle main event. Overall, I thought it was a fun show.
2: It was. Re- I thought. I actually think it's really good. Yeah, I think there's, a, really there's a few show. little quibbles with yeah. the current state of NXT storytelling and the fact that it seems to be a bit all over the place. But other than that, I think the wrestling in this show was really, 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 good. really good. Yeah. And
0: I am. I'm. I feel like people think that I'm really down on NXT going to USA, but I'm actually stoked for it. And yeah. I, mean, I mean, the only reason I'm a bit been a bit down on it is because we're now into trying to try figure out how we're going to review all these bloody shows. Yeah, but um, it's I'm, inconvenient. There's two on one day. Very much so. But I, I'm stoked. Absolutely stoked yeah. for it to go to TV and for it to be two hours. Mm-hmm. Me and Nolly recently were doing um, Takeover Brooklyn 2015, which you and I watched um, yeah. uh, back in the day, and we were talking about like at that time I was so into NXT. This is for our Patreon podcast, if you're not aware. We're just so into it. I was so into that brand at the time that when a show would end, I was like, I really wish that show was longer. I really want I want more of this show. Yep. And there are times when NXT comes to an end where I do say... I want that show to be longer.
2: This show oh, could have been on with being longer. Like I, I could have seen I, what happened with Riddle.
0: Exactly, yeah. I could do with this show being longer. I could do with seeing more of these stars. Mm-hmm. I think more of these stars need some more TV time. So I am absolutely stoked it's going to two hours I think they're going to do some really good stuff. Oh, I, think
2: it. it's, I think it's going to be super fascinating as well because this is, you know, if if, if everything else is saying is true and it's it's Triple H running it until the ratings might go badly and mm. things might step in, this is what we've all been saying about Raw and Smackdown. Like, Can't wait for Vince to leave. Can't wait for Triple H to have full control. We're going to see what the television product that Triple H will put out there finally is. Yeah, absolutely. Which is
0: very, very exciting. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: Pete Quinnell. Sorry. Chopper Whopper, Pete Quinnell. Uh, Chopper Whopper. What are people saying up in them Super
1: Chats? My liege.
0: Uh, so <laughs> my birthday
1: <we're> g- leash. <laughs> it's definitely still not my birthday. We're gonna start with Foreskin Max. Great name. Uh last super chat for a while. I start school soon. Uh course next week. I just found out I'll be going to the same school as Renee Young. Hmm.
0: Oh. I didn't it's even know Renee thing. Young was going to school. Mm. <laughs> so that's cool. Well then yeah. Renee.
1: Um, the same super channel from Raleigh which has Japanese lettering which I can't read. Uh, my fiancé got tickets to the Super J Cup tonight. It should be fun with Ooh. Osprey versus Amazing Red. Yes, mate! Mm. Uh, love ACH but the breakout tourney was lacking impact.
2: Oh, God, wouldn't it just? I thought it was a real lackluster tournament in the end. They had a stellar first couple of matches and then it weirdly just lost steam after yeah, that. Really. I watched the, I watched the uh, last week's NXT yeah. catching up this week. That Grimes... Jordan Miles match, just it's nothing it to went it. Went right. nowhere. Yeah, it went nowhere fast. Yeah, real shame. I'm a fan of ACH as well. They just played the tournament too straight. Do you think? Like, mm-hmm. I think they like it needed some of that. What we were saying before, like when when they did the UK tournament and Pete Dunn was the heel character going through it. They just needed somebody to have some character that transitions throughout the whole tournament. Yeah, Everyone just true. came out and just had a very straight match, yeah. which is fine. But that's not how even indie promotions run their tournaments. No, like, that, look at how yeah. Progress run their Super Strong Style tournament. Like that was so well booked. Yeah,
0: as um, Housemate Simon brilliantly put out, uh, put it last week, is that just going out there and having good matches isn't good enough in NXT. Like that's not going to get you over because everyone's going out there and having good matches. Yeah. Like it doesn't separate you from anyone.
2: It just makes you, yeah, it just makes you feel like part like you feel like a sort of boring cog in the part world. of the furniture. Yeah, yeah, part of the furniture. that Velveteen Dream gets wheeled out on. <laughs> Jay Jones
1: says, it's it's dark in here. Bit sinister. That uh, is uh, sinister. Mm. Let him in. Yeah. Uh, John DiPietro, Randy Datsun's number two fan, says, meow. Meow. Wow. Lots of random chats, I guess. hmm. Meow. Uh, Bradley Fetzer says chop of the morning to your king shop and Whopper uh, I start my senior year of high school in a few weeks uh, since NXT is now on USA will Ollie watch NXT now? Yeah because it's no longer for Marks it's on national TV now so it's, um, it's now a
0: mainstream product so he is going to be watching it mm-hmm. the current plan that we've got I believe is that we're the, the news episodes will have half of it'll be AW, half it'll be NXT. Kind of like in the moment how half of it is a raw review and then half of it is news. It'll be half AEW, half NXT, which will be done by two people. And then the rambles will be split into two teams as well, because otherwise that's we'll what, four hours worth of television. Mm. So it'll likely be, I don't know, me and you doing NXT, or you and Chopper doing NXT, and Ollie and Chopper, or
1: Ollie and me doing AEW.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, lots of content going out on those Thursdays.
1: Oh, yeah, big days. Oh, day. yeah, big days. Uh, 12 says, Happy birthday, Pete. Still not my birthday. HPD uh, Chopper. I'm <laughs> excited for next week. Don't know what next week is possibly well, got,
0: all out. No, we've got Adam Cole versus Jordan Miles, and we've got the Three oh, Prophets yeah. versus the Undisputed Era. So NXT, it's like a, like a stacked
1: that. show next week. Mm-hmm. Did someone say stacked? Um, Forged by Gaming says, "My friends do the birthday thing to me too, King Chopper Whopper. I'm currently every years old." Aw, mate! Happy birthday, Chopper!
2: I feel happy your pain. Happy birthday to your mate and Chopper.
1: <laughs> I Hate everything. Uh, Stephen Malinsky says, uh, "It's my birthday on Saturday. I turn 30. Can I get a happy birthday shout out?"
0: You certainly can. Happy birthday to you. Thirty Club's are awesome. Happy birthday to you and
2: Chopper.
1: Definitely still not my birthday. Ryan B. bad says, someone should put Aaliyah back in her closet. <laughs> also, happy chopping birthday day, King Chopper Pete. I was like word
0: Aaliyah. Words? Yeah, no. This is, I mean, there's now to her. Like, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, and I, I don't think she's ever had a, good, a match that I've gone, that was good. But
2: um, I like Aaliyah. I think she's got a good presence about her. I think she's been there long enough. She's got, hasn't she, Josh? She's certainly just been there. She has, yes. Do you know what? You, you think you can't take away from Aaliyah? She's been there She has she been in NXT She has been there She's she? been there Maybe
0: Maybe mainstream TV will help Maybe Maybe Or maybe she'll just get sent to Evolve back in the, <laughs> She'll be back in
2: the closet for Yeah TV. totally yeah. <laughs>
1: Ryan Kester says I was really impressed With Riddle's selling It took that match To a higher level Also I'm unfamiliar With Dane's pre-NXT work Can you think of any Matches of his That I should seek out To learn more Oh when he was Big Demo Big Demo All the yeah. stuff in WCPW And mm. his stuff in ICW Was great His
2: ICW well. stuff is amazing he, yeah. was, he was so over in ICW As well Yeah
0: um, In fact actually You could probably just go I'd imagine WC- WCPW Got all of their Demo Matches up online somewhere So just you could just type in Big Demo WCPW Damo himself, when the Defiant unfortunately announced they were closing down, was like, this is the place that gave me my breakout. So, yeah, I'd definitely go check out
2: some of that. Also, just uh, on the subject of who else was selling up a storm, Mansoor. Oh, mate, my boy Mansour. Great, great selling from Mansour. Mansour rules. Uh,
1: on that subject, I believe Damo was the first WCPW champion. So I think there's some stuff involving mm-hmm. titles and stuff if you're into that kind of thing. Forged by Gaming says, the thinnest gun is a straw for spitballs. Well, there you go then. So, you know, sun's out, straw's out. Yep, <laughs> so. that well-known phrase. Uh, Luke versus Laurie, arm wrestle. This
2: is 3, to 1, go, but mm. we're not doing that. I'd rather think about that the talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared of arm wrestles. Yeah. Uh, yeah like After having watched a ver- various documentaries about people breaking their arms in arm wrestling to like short YouTube It's not full length two hour long <laughs> there's not really a two hour long investigation about arm wrestlers but you know I don't like, know Sylvester so short... Stallone tried it with yeah, over the yeah, top like oh, just terrifying yeah uh, who have we got next <laughs> we think
0: of um. sorry John, I was trying to think of a film which has got an arm wrestling thing it reminds me of The Fly you know the bit of The mm. Fly where he does the arm wrestling and he just breaks that dude's wrist no, and it all
2: like the tendons oh, fall out and everything yeah.
0: that's an amazing
2: film do you know or just uh, people like Commando when they just do the yeah the, they did Dylan the, yeah it's the um <laughs> the Butch Man's handshake mm. nice sorry
0: Chopper I interrupted
2: you mate
1: you did Finn's but it reminded me of that th- I'm, I'm joking says Riddle Dane for War Games hi Laurie happy birthday Chopper still not my birthday yeah I mean I could certainly see that
0: doing a rematch and uh, a takeover show yeah doing like a false count anywhere match
2: yeah you really want to build up to it I think they probably have another match in the interim that doesn't go, that goes awry. Yeah. Or maybe Riddle gets a win back. And then you do, the big... And then you do a big blow-off match yeah. that, you know, is the decider. Mm.
1: Uh, Scyther versus Everyone says, Oh, I was talking about your guys' Enzo impression you guys did in a video. One of you guys did it. It was hilarious. I don't know which one of us did that in a news.
2: I, that would not I have... did one recently.
1: Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I was gonna say because when that song came out, I wasn't around. Yeah. I was on holiday somewhere when they, the song
2: was released. Because yeah, you and, and Ollie, Ollie did the yeah. uh, the, the Ramble episode for it, mm-hmm. where you reviewed it. He just he just sounds like his voice hurts the whole time. Like, My
1: conception.
0: <laughs> I just thought it was such a funny start to a, your rap career, where you're like the only people who are gonna know who you are are wrestling fans, and the first thing you do is say that well, wrestling fans
1: smell and are rubbish. Mm. So, what an absolute moron. What a heel turn. <laughs> Ricky Partridge says, I'm disappointed that no one yesterday referred to fake Rowan as Fowen. Fowen. Oh, that's good. Oh, that is It is very good. I like that a lot. Mm. Yeah. You're smarter than all of us. Mm. Uh, John Di Pietro, Randy that's number two fan says say Undisputed Era win next week Do you think the first episode of NXT live? I'm guessing on USA will feature Roddy beating dream for the North American title to make Undisputed Era draped in gold Certainly could do yeah You'd do a big title change on your first show to, Yeah, like, yeah get people interested. I
2: don't think that's something they should do I think that's something they might do, mm. but I, I don't I, I think you want to build that story up like I feel like you almost have to if you go to USA you almost have to start again in terms yeah. of storytelling and like realize that yes there is crossover but not everyone's going to know about it so Absolutely not. you no. need to start telling the stories of like the characters again they should attempt to round everything off yeah before then
0: well let's say for example there's one and a half million subscribers on the network mm-hmm. I think it's like one and a half 1.6 maybe maybe it's even less than that um USA Network's available in 89 million homes you know, not everyone watches NXT either on the network, so if you say like a third or you know, two thirds of it watch, that's a way lower than the amount of homes that USA is available mm-hmm. in and the amount of audience you could possibly get. Yeah. So you need to, like, really, it needs to be sort of a hard reset.
2: Yeah, you can't think of it as the the, the Marks brand anymore. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, the, the people who are super wrestling fans come to this and they know all about it and that's why we'll just do shows for these people. Yeah. You need to go, this is now starting at a mainstream audience and needs to be explained for a mainstream audience. Hopefully that doesn't take away from the product and they think about it in the same way they do Raw and Smackdown, but hopefully they do start the stories again. Yeah. Because otherwise I think they might have a Severe drop off of viewers. Could People going be. like, what? what? What is this? Who?
1: What <laughs> we well, got, Pete? Uh, Tana Starica, uh, which is a super chat I missed earlier. Sorry. Uh, said NXT is all fun and games till Vince renames Pete Dunn the Bruiserweight Experience, Matt Riddle, Bro Van Dam, and treat Undisputed Era like Nexus. Yay! Hey, you know that's, that's not going to be
0: too. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't think Vince is going to be involved, and so the rankings are terrible. Then he will. Yeah.
1: Then things might change. But then it'll just be The Undertaker turns up. Yeah. Tanastarika again says watch Seth Rollins become NXT champ as well as Universal champ cause Seth is cool and that Seth is cool is formatted like the Spongebob meme the text uh, man the, this the, guy the, uh, really a, 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 a is he's, uh,
0: he's all over Seth yeah. and he's all over down on the on Vince and NXT
1: yeah
0: and the, I mean I will say as well we said this on I think I said this on Smackdown or, or the Raw episode or something Raw's been great as of late it has like and apart from last night's um, Smackdown Smackdown's been pretty good as well so I'm actually not even down on, on Vince being in charge of NXT
2: Wow. Uh,
1: the same super chat continues saying. Also, will Walter be main roster or Imperium? Them versus undisputed era equals epic.
0: By all accounts, the reason why Walter is in NXT UK is because he doesn't want to live in America. So that is very unlikely. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't. Yeah, he just doesn't want to live in America or sort of work long times in America because he still wants to be working in in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to be seeing Imperium. You know, never say never though.
1: Uh, Anthony James says, do more Cole best NXT champion promos leading into USA debut. Have Rollins make a shock appearance on the first show and have that as the main event. Well, Rollins versus Cole. Rollins versus Cole.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm into it, mate. I'm into Cole. it. Or have Kevin Owens. Kevin yeah. Owens, Cole would be an awesome match.
1: Tanis Tarika again says, you missed my first Super Chat sad face, which I've now... Read out. Sorry about that. Um, uh, Foskin Max says, the same school Renee went to is still in high school. Yeah, I think we, we, we got that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Tomo, Tomo says, uh, happy stacked birthday, King Chopper Whopper Pete. Thanks. Still definitely not my birthday. The Adnap 2 says, uh, Tell that guy to watch Big Deimos matches in Rev Pro against Tomohiro Ishii Nakamura oh. and Speedball Mike Bailey. Speedball! Speed
0: <laughs> Speedball's the man. Speedball's,
1: boss. Speedball's rad. Yeah, watch all those. All those sound like great matches. I haven't seen any of them, but now I really want to. Uh, Tim Arnt says, uh, Thanks for getting me through the last few stressful weeks, guys. Looking forward to more lovely times with the boys. A lovely
0: time with the boys. You're very welcome, Tim. I hope so. all is okay with you, pal.
1: Uh, the Headmaster Jonathan Hedman says a Theme song change for NXT on USA If so, go back to the roar in the crowd Also, happy birthday, Chopper Whopper Thanks, still not my birthday
0: No, I'd imagine they probably got like a contract deal Where it's, you know, you get this song for X amount of months mm. That's what I'd imagine That's how I would have thought the deal works
1: Probably, yeah And finally, thank you to Rick Clark Who donated, but without a message Thank you thank all you.
0: so, so much But This email comes in from Harry, who says, Hello to all the Wrestle Talk lads, apart from Randy Andy Datsun. Bit of a delayed response to the tattoo talk from a few NXTs ago, but I thought I would share my tattoo with all of you lot. For years now, I've wanted a tattoo, and I've always wanted a similar design. Uh, but I've always wanted a tribal-style tattoo. We could never get the right kind of it. Until I discovered Polynesian-style tattoos, which is what, like, Roman and the Usos have. Found a perfect template, but it had one problem that it needed, uh that needed sorting, which was a star. Uh, along comes my musical taste to add something special to the already meaningful tattoo, as Polynesian tattoos are supposed to tell a story in certain ways. I had the stars shaped to uh, and replaced with the Red Hot Chili Peppers logo in the tattoo, as they're a big influence on my life, apart from my dad and granddad, who are also a big part of this first tattoo. The chilies are my biggest influence in music. I play better and thrive to work harder because of them, and just used to play drums because of, um, I used to play drums, but because of them, I picked up the bass. Now I create music, and I'm proud of, and I would love to share with you you. They brought my brother and I closer than ever before. We used to, uh, never used to get along, but he was a cool kid and I was a weirdo who was bullied all my life. Yet my first concert I ever saw was with my brother seeing the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The rest of the tattoo, in uh, my own way, is a reminder of all the hard work and dedication of my granddad and dad. And the tattoo is nowhere near done, but it's perfect and I couldn't have asked for anything better. I sat in the chair for six and a half hours, the first sit, and three and a half hours in the second sit, and it cost me 300 to £450. Pounds. Can't quite remember how much. Attached to three pictures of the process of the tattoo, uh, then went... Went through to the bones of it, filling out all the black lines. So, there it is. And then you can see the Chili Peppers logo oh, yeah. in there. That's and then cool. with the thicker lines. And that is with even thicker lines.
2: That's cool. It's cool stuff, man. The first uh, concert I ever went to was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, really? With my brother. Wow. wow. There you go. I um, My first,
0: technically I suppose, is uh, Reading Festival. So I'm mm. not sure that particularly counts. No. Um I suppose my f- festivals are for scumbags. <laughs> they are. Uh, I think my first like solo gig I went to. God, who would it have been? Might have been CKY. Mm. Might have been you know. I can't quite remember. Mine was
2: Chili's in Hyde Park, and they were supported by Stella Starr, who, funnily enough, I'm not going anymore. Uh, James Brown. I was at this gig. Yeah, I was at this Hyde Park gig. Yeah what yeah. a travesty James Brown was. He had a
0: guy to come out to introduce the guy that comes out to introduce yeah. <laughs> James Brown.
2: Ja- well, James Brown had a band do everything for him and he he was just doing a one-hour-long version of Sex Machine yeah. while everyone else did all the other songs and he would just go, Sex Machine! Get out, blah, <laughs> For the yeah. whole thing. And it, it was... I mean, he wasn't long for this world after that. Like, no, he wasn't, think. no. But yeah, like, it was watching a man remember he's on stage doing a song and then just go...
0: I remember uh, I went with a friend of mine who was massively into the backing vocals of um, John Frusciante, so that's all he was singing. Like, he wasn't singing any of the other, that. like, words. He only wanted to sing the backing vocals. That's amazing. Yeah, he was well into it. Uh, this comes in from Ibrahim, uh, who says, Hi, Luke, Ollie, Laurie, Pete, Simon, Blake, Ham, Tom, Ojo, Jay, Tim, Arn, Zandermania. There's too many people to help. Oh, my God. Speaking of needing help, Caleb Braxton level Segway. I was biking home from school today. It's around 10 p.m. and I was coming home uh, from a school party. To give you some exposition, there are no streetlights in my t- I was really happy because I spent uh, time with my crush and I just wanted to get home because my phone was at 8% and I'd been pining for two hours. Granted, it's 14-year-old partying and I was listening to a WWE playlist. Yes, Luke, people do listen to WWE themes. And then there was a light on my bike which was bright enough. So to Black's theme had just finished and the next song was up was The Fiends. you know how uh, the song where it goes, yowie, wowie, at the start of the song? Well, as soon as it says, let me in, the lights on my bike turned off. <sighs> I could barely see anything, and then this guy comes right in front of me, and because he couldn't see me, I slammed on my brakes. I'm okay. But just as I'm starting again, I swear to God, my brain went, oh my God, it's The Fiend. (laughs) I was legit terrified. Um, I don't believe I'd ever think The Fiend is near me like that, like Luke did in his story, but uh, he's really following me. Uh, In case you're wondering, the light started working in a minute or two, specifically a few seconds after the song finished. Scary
2: stuff, mate. Maybe he's actually got magical powers.
0: Maybe he has. Uh, This comes in. This comes in from Zach who says, Hello, said boys, the lovely times are engaged with, but not Randy. Just wanted to send an email to say thank you for all the content you produce. I spend much of my day on the road between jobs and your podcast really seems to make the journey fly by. My lady partner doesn't really fancy WWE, but does describe your content on YouTube as... Watchable. Keep up the good, amazing work all you do, and I wish you that success in your future endeavours. Cheers, the incredible Tarzo from Patreon. Freaking success, mate. Watchable. Watchable. It's Watchable. You, it's all you can strive for. Yes. Uh, he says, P.S. The Australian Swafters should be called... It doesn't make your eyes bleed. <laughs> <laughs> the Australian Swafters should be called Dunder Swafters. We have a bar here in Brisbane called the Down Under Bar, but is also known as Dunder. Thanks again.
2: The Dunder-headed Swafters. dunder Swafters. I was going to say, that's all I think. Yeah. Or Dunder Mifflin from the US dunder-
0: office. It, yeah. um, so I think we're going to stick with um, Swaft Dunder from now on until anyone mm. can come with something better. Because um, I'm, not, I'm not sure I can go with the Dunder Swafters just yet. No. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout-outs to uh, also fe- uh, fellow Fledgehammer, Christian Jenga. Christopher. Christian, Christopher Jenkins, who said, hello, look in the boys. Uh, quick memory refresh on who I am. I'm the paramedic from Sacramento, California. who has been a diehard WrestleTalk fan since early 2017. We almost met in Parson right before you changed studios. Since I found WrestleTalk, I've written a letter that at one point was framed and hung up in the old studio, became a $25 pledge hammer, formed the WrestleTalk themed hammer, Sent you t-shirts and action figures that I still see on the set from time to time. It always puts a smile on my face. There are more things coming your way that I wanted to tell you about as soon as they're finalized, but we'll let you know that I bought tickets for Hell in a Cell on October 6th, just two Two days after Smackdown moves to Fox. Our seats are 10th row, front and center level, facing the hard cam. And I'll be making a classic support wrestle talk sign to hold yes. up. Also, I don't want to, um, And then just talk about something else. Thanks and cheers, Infinite Crisis, Chris Jenkins. Thank you very much. And hope you enjoy Hell in a Cell.
2: Mmm. Uh, write your... Write your uh, put your banner on a hammer. Yes, that's what, that's yeah. what you need I'm sure to they'll do. let you take that into a stadium.
0: Absolutely. Um... Yeah, I'm going to read this out. on the, Actually, no, I'm going to save that for this Saturday show because um, we need to, I want to try and get that out to the widest audience possible. Um, let's have... Um, have we got this, we're not time for this? No, it's a bit too long. We might have to bring it to a close there, but we've got a Rusev Hay that we'll read out on the Saturday show. Uh, but until then, enjoy the rest of your day, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness.
2: <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
1: As a veteran, I live with health impacts from my service. VA healthcare means you're in 100% control of your own medical care, your own benefits, and it only takes minutes to set up. A veteran should enroll in VA healthcare because it ensures that they get quality high level care for the rest of their lives my service was then my
0: benefits are now get what you earned visit choose.va.gov not all veterans are eligible for the type or amount of benefits mentioned here
2: acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend